Hey, and welcome to the Epic Mom Life Podcast, where we talk about all things related to our wives as moms. Today, we're going to talk about five tips to help your child learn to express themselves and their emotions. In a normal world, academia can teach a lot, and it can teach it really well. It is only recently, however, that our schools realize the value of social-emotional learning. To credit our school system, many districts did add this to the curriculum, along with many of the other subjects that they were teaching. At first, social-emotional learning was considered valuable to teach to help children to handle and overcome what was becoming normal behaviors on our playgrounds and in our classrooms. Things like bullying, isolation, anxiety, and feeling unsafe. It was then intended to help our children learn right from wrong, accountability, effective communication, and conflict resolution. So that in the end, our kiddos could feel safe to learn and grow as confident beings. The school saw the problem, or the many problems, and wanted to address them. The problem is though, life happened. Our schools are not able to teach your child what they need to know like how to deal with the onslaught of emotions that your child is most likely feeling in a world that has so much more than playground and classroom maladies. How can you help your child learn to express their emotions safely? How can you help relieve any anxiety and worry in your child? Number one, model. What do you model to your children? All of the issues at work, finances, home, and in this crazy world that you have difficulty reconciling in your heart, how do you process this this frustration? Well, however you're processing it, your child is watching. Are you angry at the rising costs of almost every living expense? Do you come home and yell, curse, and blame others? Your child will assume that this is the way they should deal with feelings of helplessness. Whether we like it or not, even when our children are teens and may pretend we parents are not their favorite people, They still look to us for answers. What are we currently communicating to our children about how to express emotions? Number two, type. What type of child do you have? How do they communicate best with you? This is actually a really tricky question. Many parents will say, well, they don't communicate with me. Have you heard of the five love languages? There should be a book called The Five Communicators. It is so much easier if you have a child who communicates the way you do. My oldest was like this. He is very verbal and a philosopher. We could just talk for hours, which I love. Eventually, we would get to his feelings. My younger son, he is a whole different story. I, of course, would try to talk to him, and it was like pulling teeth. He would not talk to me. I could tell there was so much bottled up inside of him, but I could not get him to talk at all. It was one-word responses with him and never any keep-the-conversation-going type of questions back to me. It was really hard to talk to him. Well, one day, I took him with me to walk the dogs. He was probably eight years old. That kid never stopped talking. You would think he had saved every thought in his head for that walk. I started having him walk the dogs with me every evening, and sure enough, he would go on and on. I really learned a valuable lesson. There are different types of communicators. These probably match very closely to the way your child learns. My younger child is much more of a kinesthetic learner. He talked and opened up freely, expressing his feelings and concerns 
while he was active. Number three, identify. Now we have the child talking. They may just have a rush of what happened or why is this happening or that seems wrong. Whatever it is, you are listening at this point. They need to know they are safe expressing whatever they have in their head. Once they have it out, your job is to help them identify all of the feelings behind those questions, opinions, and concerns. With a talker who is a cerebral kind of kid, just taking apart each issue and asking where they feel it in their body may work. You can ask what they feel, for example, if they feel it in their lungs, does it feel like they are out of breath, or are they able to breathe deeply, etc. I am a big fan of emotion stickers. Each person in the family can have their own calendar for the week. They can put an emotion sticker on at the beginning of the day and then at the end of the day. As a family, you can discuss why you chose the emotions you did and what happened that day. If you're interested, I have a free download of an entire week chart, how to use the chart, and 48 stickers that are made for Avery template so you can print them at home. A big part of social-emotional learning is self-awareness and the ability to identify and manage your emotions. The next step is to see the connection between your emotions, thoughts, values, and feelings. You can teach, and I say that very like in parentheses because nobody likes to be taught, but you can have this happen every day with this calendar while you are modeling the behavior. This will make an enormous stride in helping your child learn to express their emotions. Understand, what do you do if your child does not agree with you? It is an incredibly divisive world right now. You can pick almost any topic, and it seems that our population is violently opposed or violently for it. News, social media, bumper stickers, and just people in general are shouting an opinion as if it were fact. Wherever your child hangs out is probably no different. So what I mean by that is if they're hanging out on YouTube or if they're hanging out in TikTok or if they're hanging out with friends or at their school, wherever they are, you probably have the same thing going on with your child. It would be so much easier if their confusion matched your confusion. However, that may not be the case. This is an activity in learning to identify their emotions and feeling safe to express them. It is not a time to receive a lecture because they have their facts wrong. Listen, it seems so simple. It may feel so powerless. If your child starts talking, more than half of the battle is won. Listening is the most amazing gift you can give them. Remember, everyone experiences the same feelings. What triggers us to feel that way may be different, but the feelings are just as wonderful or just as awful in all of us. Support your child in their feelings. Help them to see what they are saying simply by parroting back what they said. For example, it sounds like you're really sad and angry too that you did not get the lead role in the play. You just allowed them to see that you heard two emotions and you are asking if that is what they are saying and you are giving no opinion. Finally, express. This memory is so vivid for me. It happened before there was talk about social-emotional learning. I felt like I failed as a mom. My older son, the one who talked endlessly with me, the one who made me think I was doing a great job as a mom, was a young teenage boy in tears. He was shaking with anger. He looked at me with rage and despair and said, Mom, I don't know what to do with it. I had no idea what it was. 
All I saw was my devastated kid that was near bursting. When I figured out his meaning, I realized I always taught my boys that emotions were okay to feel. I think I concentrated on the it's okay to cry for boys since that was a biggie in our society at the time. I did not, however, teach them a healthy way to let everything they felt out. I don't know if I'd ever even really thought about it. It's time to think about it. Your child will feel everything. When they are gushy in love, spitting mad, indignant with injustice, etc., what are the realistic ways you are going to encourage them to express these powerful feelings? Do you need ideas? Listen to music, loud. Physical activity, I like loud music in a mini trampoline. Draw, journal, okay, with journaling, every single blog and internet thing, whatever, will recommend this. I am very cerebral and this one is hard for me, but it worked wonders for me when I was a kid. Allow your body to physically express the emotion, cry, scream, sleep, fist clench, etc. And hit a punching bag or have a scream corner or cuddle couch for tears. Cyclical, do you ever get the hang of something, work really hard to learn it and then think, thank goodness this is done. You may feel like this when you are talking with your children about expressing emotions or when an event happens and it is successfully managed. Learning how to express emotions is kind of like the sex talk. It is not a one and done kind of thing. You will get to have many do-overs. The success you have when they are six may differ completely from how they need your support when they are 16. The great news is that the steps are the same and you have already been talking about feelings. Emotions are difficult for many people to have conversations about since there are absolutely no facts necessary for them. We just all need to remember, regardless of how we feel about something, the emotions our children are feeling are real, powerful, and need to be expressed. I'm curious, what is the most difficult conversation or lesson for you in your household with your children? I compared teaching our children how to express their emotions with talking to them about your values on sex. Are there other topics that you feel are tough topics or that you feel are harder than expressing, talking about how to express emotions? The quote to end this article is, you've got to be ready to listen to your children, even if they have nothing to say. From Buck in Chicken Little.